welcome to the Chapman CG Podcast, inspiring and informative conversations with top HR leaders from around the world. I'm here this morning with uh, Cara Real in Singapore, um, who's the Vice President of Talent and Management Development at Singtel. I've known Cara for about a decade, and it's probably not a better person to talk about um, the topic for today, which is building a robust talent pipeline. Um, Cara, thanks thanks for joining us. Uh, thanks, Matt. Now, Cara, um, probably best described as a bit of a bit of a yo-yo. I've watched you um, bounce between Singapore and Australia a number of times now, but you're originally from the States. Tell, tell us a bit about, I guess, your geographical background and, and, and your career background. Yeah, so I've um, now been in HR, I hate to say it, almost 20 years. Um, I think I'll still try to stick with 15 plus. Uh, makes me feel a bit younger. Um, but no, I am, as you mentioned, I, I started my career in, in the U.S. and was actually in one of these uh, high potential rotational programs. And I did my uh, a rotation in Singapore in 1997. And that was sort of the beginning of the end for me in the sense because I really then pretty much have stayed in Asia for the rest of my career. Um, but as you mentioned, I've moved around between Singapore and Australia and the U.S. a number of times. So I've now lived in Singapore four times and Australia three times um, in the last sort of 17 years. So I um, have really enjoyed having a, a very exciting regional and global career in HR. And I feel very fortunate I came out to Asia you know, in the 90s and have really seen the growth um, in this region because it's, it's really meant for exciting times. But from a talent perspective, of course, we're really in the thick of this war for talent because, you know, the Asia region is just expanding and growing so quickly that we've got to really figure out how to develop and accelerate talent um, to meet the business needs. So, Cara, I remember when we first met, which was 2003, um, you were with Carrier Corporation. And Actually, you were a little bit ahead of your time because, if I recall, you actually had a global role out of Asia. Am I confusing that or is that the case? No, no, it's correct. Actually, I was really fortunate because technically my role was based in the in the U.S. and I was head of HR for one of Carrier's global business units. But like many of us nowadays, I had a dual career challenge where my husband um, got a role back in Singapore. So Carrier was was nice enough to allow me to do my global role from Singapore. Uh, But as we know from these global roles, that made for a lot of uh, late-night conference calls. Um, And I was traveling a lot then. But, yeah, I was running, uh, heading up HR for that business unit from Singapore. Yes, interesting. We we have seen a a, a huge trend of global business partner roles uh, migrating into Asia, I think as a location, Singapore was traditionally a regional headquarter location, but it's now emerging as a um, as a global um, location for some business unit leadership roles. Um, so you're a little bit ahead of mm. your time there. Now tell us about um, Singtel. So you're heading talent and management development. Tell us about the organization and a bit more about your role. So for those of you that are in Singapore, um, Singtel would certainly be a household name because we've been uh, operating for 135 plus years. Um, but many people actually just that know Singtel just think of it as the Singapore phone company, uh, which is certainly our history, which we're, we're quite 
proud of, but it's much more than that now. And in fact, it's expanded into what we call multimedia. So we do have our you know, consumer business, which is sort of the traditional telco business, but even that's changing quite a bit. Uh, we also have a, a part of the business called Group Enterprise, which is B2B managed services, managed IT services, and now we're getting into a lot of very exciting areas like cybersecurity. Uh, we're just about to close on a billion-dollar acquisition in cyber, as well as um, things like IoT, Internet of Things, where we're partnering with the Singapore government to really create uh, Singapore as a smart city, smart nation and a lot of, of focus on data analytics. We also have another business unit called uh, Digital Life, where we've actually started to get into a lot of um, things that are associated with telco. So we've got now mobile marketing and Mobi acquisition. Uh, we have a company called DataSpark, which is actually a bunch of data scientists doing analytics with telco data. So it's actually a very, very diverse business. We've got about 23,000 people globally. Um, and even if you just look at the telco side where they measure themselves on typically customers, we have over 550 million customers um, through this wholly owned um, Singtel companies as well as our associates around the region. So that actually puts us number two globally in terms of telcos behind China Mobile. So we're much larger than, than people um, expect and, in fact, much more complex in terms of the business, which creates a lot of uh, challenges but opportunities from the talent side. That's fascinating. I'm, I'm, I'm amazed by that size. So tell us about um, your work on building a talent pipeline. Um, how have you built it and you know, what have been some of the challenges? Yeah, I think what's interesting is I've now been with Singtel for four years, and I have to say the talent strategy has changed significantly during that time, really because I, mean, I think the, the key thing to any talent strategy is it's, it has to be based off the business, right? It starts with the business strategy. And as the business strategy has continued to evolve at Singtel, that's really driven our focus in, in talent. So... If I look back to where we were four years ago, we were predominantly focused on building a leadership pipeline, which I think is what most you know, companies are doing. But even with that, we were actually realizing that the leadership profile that we needed was actually changing quite significantly. One, because the business was becoming you know, more global, we were going into different business areas, and also you know, just in terms of how uh, employees want their leaders to act and behave, um, it's changing. So we were actually even changing the profile, uh, target profile of what we were looking for from a leadership perspective. But over the last couple of years, as we have started to get into some of these emerging technologies like analytics, IoT, you know, cyber, we now have a much stronger focus on building a specialist talent pipeline. And we've done a lot of work over the last um, couple of years in Singapore and in Australia about launching new programs, really targeting specialist talent. Very interesting. So as a, as a, um, as a brand uh, and a proposition, how have you found the acquisition and I guess the retention strategy um, around um, you know, the talent uh, that you've been bringing to the organization or you have in the organization? I wish I could say it's been easy. Um, it's gotten a lot better, but uh, I think one of our challenges in Singapore is 
because everyone knew Singtel, it really is a household name. I think sometimes HR can fall into a bit of a trap of, well, because everyone knows us, then of course they're going to want to come join us, you know, as as an employer. And I realized early on one of the things that we manage um, in the talent team is our management associate program, which is a high potential rotation program for university grads. Yes. So very early on, uh, we were trying to expand that program, and we did some focus groups with students. And what I heard from them was pretty consistent with what we also heard from professionals um, when I did some market research, which was, once again, everyone knew we had brand recognition was 100%. But then we said, okay, well, you know, do you want to join Singtel? And they said, oh, well, no, because it's just the Singapore phone company, right? And, you know, just working in a Singapore company, not so exciting. Oh, and aren't you still, you know, government-owned? So what we realized is even though we had the brand recognition, you know, the type of talent we were attracting weren't actually, they didn't understand what Singtel did. So over the past couple of years, we've done a lot more, um, particularly on campus, of going out and actually talking about what Singtel actually does, which is sort of what I, I highlight is that we've got, you know, three very exciting business units. We're more than just a telco. We're global. Uh, we're actually Singapore's largest company or company by our market cap. Um, you know, you can have a very international career uh, within Singtel. So we've done a lot to to really go out and, and try to change that brand and that EVP in the market. The challenge that we still have is, you know, if I'm going out to recruit for my some of my high potential leadership programs, I am competing with the banks, um, the consulting firms in, you know, some of the areas that we're in digital um, or cyber, you know, I'm competing with the likes of the Googles. So particularly with a lot of the, the younger talent, it's still quite hard, even with our, I think, a very exciting proposition to compete with the Googles of the world. Uh, but we're, we're making a go of it, and I think we're, you know, we've really increased um, the intakes over the past couple of years. So I have confidence that as more people start to understand what Singtel really does, that'll help you know, sell the proposition to the market. But it's a very competitive space. And what's management's role in helping um, develop these uh, talent pipelines um, as opposed to, I guess, you know, HR's role? Yes, I'm very fortunate that at Singtel, our you know, group CEO, Sakun, and the rest of the leadership team really view this as their responsibility. Um, obviously, from an HR perspective, we're there to help, you know, sort of design the programs and put the framework and the structure around and support it. Um, but, you know, particularly when you look at developing your internal high potentials, it really has to be done by management and the employee themselves, in fact. Um, but we're definitely there providing a very strong support role, trying to bring in best practice. For instance, um, in the last year, we've launched a couple of exciting programs in Singapore aligned with a, a few of the government initiatives um, for Skills Future, as an example. We launched uh, cadet programs with the Polys, where we offer um, poly students scholarships, internships, and then ongoing sort of employment and even possibility to sponsor for universities for network engineering, cybersecurity, uh, customer um, experience. So we've launched some really exciting programs. We just launched one last week um, around sort of continuing education for early career hires. We're actually bringing them in um, to the company and training them up on IoT, smart cities technology. And that was um, in partnership with um, with IDA. 
So we're really trying to not just develop talent for Singtel, but actually for Singapore as a whole. So to summarize, what advice would you give business leaders and HR leaders uh, wanting to develop um, a talent pipeline for their own organizations? What are the lessons in, in, in your mind? I think first and foremost, I mean, as I mentioned, it really has to start with a business strategy. And I know, you know, this is something that's always said, but actually it's harder than it looks. It's easy to sort of put that on paper. The challenge, you really have to challenge yourself from an HR perspective, I think, and a business perspective to really think about, you know, what's the talent we need today if you've got any sort of immediate gaps, but more importantly, where are things headed? Whether that's from, you know, the type of leaders you need or from, you know, the type of sort of specialist talent that you need, what is what are those critical roles that are really going to help drive the business forward? Um, and I think that the big challenge we have is, you know, when I started HR, you know, 15, 20 years ago, I know we talk a lot about VUCA and everything, but but it is a reality. And I think in the past, you could sort of set a talent strategy and, you know, things wouldn't change. You could sort of say, yeah, that's the type of folks we're developing and that's going to stay the same over the next sort of five plus years. We're now really changing, you know, you know, even a couple of times a year, the, the cyber has become much more of a focus for us in Singtel over the last year. So you've got to be a lot more flexible with your talent strategy, and it's not something that you can sort of develop a five-year plan and just stick with it. It's got to be constantly evolving as the business needs evolve. And I think sometimes in HR, you know, we focus a lot on developing this, you know, sort of structure and this path, and then we just want to execute on that same path for five years, we don't have that luxury anymore. Things are changing way too quickly. So it's probably the uh, the best advice is, you know, from an HR perspective, you've really got to partner with your business to really dig in and understand what those needs are. And then you've got to really think of creative ways that you're going to, you know, identify, attract, develop, and retain those talent because in most of these areas, it's very competitive. So, you know, it's not just about putting, you know, your signs up on campus or posting the ad. It's a very competitive market out there. And we all have to look at unique ways of um, trying to bring the talent into the organization. And I think being a lot more flexible in that approach um, as well, because now a lot of people may want to work, you know, they may not want the full-time employment. You know, can you bring them as in as a consultant or a contractor? Um, and a lot of the roles, they can be done globally. Um, particularly when you start to look at some of these digital roles and things. The person doesn't need to be in the office with you in Singapore. It is really a global talent pool. So it's it's a lot of uh brings a lot of opportunities, but I think from an HR perspective we just have to be very connected to where things are headed. And I think, you know, bring a lot more creativity and, and flexibility into how we're we're trying to build talent pipelines. And Carl, I'm going to actually ask you one supplementary question because you made me think of an important mm. point, which is agility and you know the mm. building the mindset in the organisation to keep on changing and uh, you know not taking a, a long range view, even though of course that's um, required. What have been some of the tricks in building that mindset within Singtel? Well, I mean, we do sort of hold to that sort of, you know, 70, 20, 10 in terms of development of, you know, on the job. And we do, we've actually, in the last couple of years as well, have revamped all of our leadership and management development sort of talent programs um, and bring a lot of that in. Agility actually is one of our 
um, aspects that we look for in our high potentials. That was also new. We brought that in three years ago as sort of one of the measures that we, we look at. But I'll be honest, working in this industry, on a daily basis, you have to be agile. So if you're not able to quickly adapt and change, learn quickly, understand what's happening in the market, you're just not going to survive. So a lot of it is just day-to-day experience. Um, and it's even, you know, with me and my team as well, because as I said, there's, you know, we have to be very responsive. We had a request from the business that, hey, cyber is now something that we're really going to get into, IoT. When I joined Singtel four years ago, I had never heard of a data scientist. I don't know if I was just being a bit backwards, but I think if you look, tried to do a, an internet search, you know, that term hadn't, I had never heard of it. So when the I was in digital life, and I said, hey, we need to build up this team of data scientists. I was like, what is that? Um, something new for me in HR, but had to quickly get up to speed, find out where we can find that talent. So I think if you don't you know, have those skills yourself of being able to continuously learn and adapt, in this day and age, is you're just going to struggle to survive. So we've had to do a lot of learning ourselves, but that's what keeps me getting out of bed in the morning and excited about what I do. And that was Cara Real, Vice President of Talents and Management Development at Singtel, talking on the importance of building talent pipelines in a rapidly changing business environment. For more excellent conversations from Chapman CG, follow our podcast series or check us out at chapmancg.com.